Welcome to the Makeover Your Mindset Podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie. Think of me as your BFF for manifestation and high vibe mindset makeovers. It's my personal mission to turn your inspiration into action so you can be, do, and have everything you've ever dreamed of having in life. This podcast will focus a ton on creating fulfilling relationships with money, friends, and soulmates, and inspire you to have fun so you can live the most extraordinary life you've ever imagined. If you're ready to take to the next step, then you've come to the right place. Thanks again for joining me. Now let's begin. Welcome back for another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. I'm Cassie McKenzie, and I have a super special guest today. And I didn't get a biography first, but we are going to just ask um, (laughs) all the questions about how you got started and everything. So um, we have Evan Jones. He is the creator, one of the co-founders of The Daily Swell, which is a super cool um, new I'm not even going to steal your thunder, (laughs) actually. It's a new service that, as you guys know, I talk so much about mindset and, you know, having your daily mind food and like not letting the, your foot off the gas there because, you know, it's always like a muscle. And Evan, our, my podcast is about like mindset and manifestation and like creating your best life. So Um, to me, a huge part of that is like, it begins with your mindset. Like I would, I would say it's like 80%. So I'm curious to see what you think. I'm guessing I have an idea, but (laughs) thanks for having me on. And, uh, yeah, I think it all starts with mindset. Uh, I always have a saying it's always between the years. Um, and I think with no matter what you're doing in life, whether it's your relationship, um, you know, your finances, your dreams, your goals, stuff like that, it all comes down to what you're, what you think about. And I think in school, we're always taught what to think, but we're never taught how to think. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important to touch on because, you know, mindset is, is such a everyday thing. It's such a daily battle and daily, uh, you know, wins and losses that we're going through with ups and downs of life. And, you know, that's kind of what I, I totally agree with you on mindset. And that's kind of how we started the Daily Swell, which is um, essentially just a mindset platform and self-development platform for people. Um, we're building an app currently for it. and But right now we have a daily email. And it's really just going over those little little things that we face each day. Like, for example, just an easy one, but staying positive, um, you know, with our finances, thinking of abundance rather than um, thinking negatively, oh, we can't afford this. Instead of thinking of stuff like that, you know, think of positive things we can think about. Like, how can we afford this? How can we make this happen? Mm -hmm. What are some little things I can do each day to to get better each day? So mindset is definitely um, a key with anything in life. And it doesn't matter what you're doing. Like you said, it could be, you know, you could be a sports star and it's still a mindset game. You could be an artist and it's still a mindset game. Um, I think that's like a huge, and that really plays into your brand very well because you're, you know, especially with the money side of things, the more you impact people and the, the more, you know, you truly believe in yourself in those mind, mind little things that you think about, that's going to be a huge difference. True. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's amazing how many people don't realize the impact of, 
you know, mindset. They want to know the strategy and like, no, how do I get more money? Like, how do I negotiate more? And it's like, you know, you can do that and I'll tell you some tips, but really if it's not totally, you know, a solid foundation, if you still have limiting beliefs or you still subconsciously have things happening in your brain that are telling you, you know, here, have a thousand dollars, but I'm going to find a way to lose it. You know what I mean? Or make more money, but spend more money. Like you hear it all the time or lottery winners. Like people look at the lottery as the golden ticket, but then they lose it because they don't have a wealth mindset. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I think it's funny because like I I saw something on Instagram the other day, give two people a thousand dollars, right? One person goes out and buys an iPhone. And the other person goes and invests and in, invests it and has, you know, potentially hundred thousand dollars later. So it's yeah. changing the mindsets completely. Totally. Oh, absolutely. So, well, tell me, how did you get started with the daily swell? What was your like inspiration? Tell me the whole story behind it. Yeah. So I was, uh, I was actually a uh, fitness trainer down on the Cape Cod in um 20 uh 2017 actually is when i officially started but i was doing real estate down there with one of my best friends from uh college hockey and i came up with this fitness app slash fitness class idea and i ran it in the summer at this pilates gym it was called a positive start and Mm -hmm. it was morning class it was just a nice class high intensity workout you didn't have to have weights but we did have like light weights and stuff like that yeah. Um, it was it was really cool because at the end of it we would do a positive meditation. So we'd do um, just really some breathing exercises, but then just talk about what, exactly what we're talking about now, like these mindset things and how we can, you know, we can control what we think and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I realized though, when I'm confined to a gym, you know, that's only so many people can fit in that gym, right? Or I can only do so many fitness classes online and. And I was thinking about it and I was like, how can I reach more people this way and, um, you know, really impact more people? Yeah. I thought it really needed to be some sort of an application that people could really be a part of and, and be able to connect. And then eventually I was like, well, it's, it's bigger than fitness, right? It's, it's not just fitness that I like about this. It's don't go around. I love going to the gym. I love staying healthy. And that's, that's a mindset within itself. Yeah. Um, But I was like, how can I, really help people like that are working full-time jobs that are full-time, uh, you know, moms or dads taking care of their kids. Um, you know, really just like all realms of the, of the, you know, the world of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's where I was like, why can't we create more of a, a social platform, but for more for mindset, more for helping us reach our goals, helping us stay on track. Mm-hmm. Uh, so much stuff going on and so many, you know, things going on with, you know, Facebook, Instagram, there's so many platforms that do all these different things. It's like, where's the, where's the one that's going to help us do our, our daily little things that we need to do. And, and that's really what created the inspiration. And then I met my co-founder, um, Theo, who had a very similar, we, we actually go to the gym. We probably saw each other more at the gym than we did at work. Um, but he's a uh, computer, uh, a software engineer. And uh, we really just hit it off and connected, and, and that's kind of where we're at. We're actually building the app right now, but um, really focused on impacting a lot of people. I think our, our mission at heart is just to, to help people um, you know, get better every day, but also, like you said, work on those, the how to think aspect of your lives. So. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I find that if, even just stopping for a couple of days, like you, even like recently, 
we went to San Diego and we were supposed to go there for a couple of days. We used to live out there and um, because of the hurricane, we got stuck there for an additional four. So yeah. I went from having my usual routine of like, I, I now stay home with our kids because they're not quite old enough to go to school. But right. And that's fine. Like I enjoy it. They're only young so long, but I also in the morning sometimes like I know when I need to go take my journal, go take my like 30 minutes, get some peace and quiet at the beach and then come here or, or else I am like very ill-equipped to deal with like, you know, the symptoms and whining or whatever. Like I, I, I tend to add to it and then it multiplies, you know? Mm -hmm. So like you got to have your head on straight for sure or else you're going to go down really fast. (laughs) So, so like, but I noticed in San Diego, like being off of my schedule where I had the time to do that because my husband had to come back to his job. So I was by myself with our two children and I was at our kid at our friend's house. So we were totally out of the element. And I was just like, Oh, I was so like, like messed up in the head by the time that week was done because I didn't have that daily reminder and you know like I never had that time for me to get my head you know clear and and try to you know take in some guidance from somewhere outside of me you know yeah yeah I mean it's so true it, I think like to your point it's so easy to get lost in so many things going on mm-hmm. especially you know things that may not directly be in your control Mm-hmm. And it's like so easy just not to do things that, that you do control and that you do like. And it's like, like you said, having that time to go and journal mm-hmm. and like just have that time to yourself to like mentally be in your most, um, you know, abundant state is really cool because you can really be like, for example, like you mentioned, if I don't write down my goals each mm-hmm. week, I like lose it. I'm like, I'm like, what's going on? Something's off right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I need to figure something out and, I think it's, but it's helped me like really realize that if I can really live my life with intent, mm-hmm. I mean, I was reading a stat the other day and it was, I think there's only like maybe half of Americans write down their goals. Isn't I that was, crazy? I was like mind blown. I was like, what? And like, so that means basically, and then I, and then I looked up, well, how many people actually write down their goals? You know, 50% only have goals essentially, you know, how many people actually write them down? And it was only like, I want to say around like five to 7%. I was like, that is insane. And it's like, wow, you know, such a great opportunity to live with more intent. Like you said, the journaling or writing it down or having those daily reminders. Yeah, totally. It's like mind blowing how, you know, you can go from, you know, one to a hundred and just, just by writing stuff down and just channeling your thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, at the beginning of the year, I made my like New Year's intention list. It wasn't like a resolution. It was an intention. And mm-hmm. by like April, I think we completed half of it, you know. Yes. And, yeah. um, you know, if you go to any Tony Robbins event, you find out like <laughs> yeah, how much you can do and how, how much like is out there for you to accomplish. But I've started actually now every at the beginning of the month writing my desire list for the month and then also like i write i do like um this exercise that in nlp is called future pacing but also if you follow any like abraham hicks thing you know if you listen to any of those videos on youtube 
they, um, they call it scripting. So you literally like write out your future based off of what, like you write it in the past tense as if it had just happened, yeah. right? And then it's your ideal day pretty much. Or, but I write it in terms of like, what does the, you know, $500,000 a year version of Cassie believe about my business and about my coaching and about my clients and about how money works for me and how, you know, vacation time works or family time, like all of this stuff that really, if you never ask yourself these questions, like your, your subconscious and your higher self, like they all, it knows the answers, but most people, like you said, don't take the time to ask. (laughs) Absolutely. You got it. You got to ask for sure. And I think, I think the key to what you just said was subconscious. I think a lot of us let our subconscious works work against us when we really could do little things to implement into our daily routine to like channel that to make it worth for us. Right, right, yeah. Like you said, like just visualize visualization is so incredible. I mean, mm-hmm. it's another powerful tool. If you don't like writing, visualize. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. Know? like you, you, you do yeah. no right or wrong, you know, way of doing it. You can use what works for you, which I think is so cool about mindset, right? You can yeah. certain people learn different ways, and mm-hmm. I think with the the visualization, it's it's really a cool way to to like just look at what what am I visualizing? Like, how would I look back and want this to be, you know, just like yeah. you said, you know, looking at it in past tense. And it's truly incredible what you can do when you, when you do that consistently. It's again, it's not easy. It's a, it's a daily game, right? It's, it's, we're always fighting that mental battle. Um, but I think like that, that visualization is huge. And it, again, it can't, it doesn't have to be writing it down. That's the good news. My handwriting is terrible. So <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to write it down every day. I can sometimes visualize, but it, yeah. it's powerful. Well, and you know, you brought up a good point. So um, I went earlier this year, we went, actually my husband did it too. We became practitioners of neuro-linguistic programming. So NLP, if you're familiar with it. Actually, I'm familiar. So um, that basically it's the study of the subconscious brain and how it can work, you know, for you or against you, like any limiting beliefs that you've had, unresolved emotions, internal conflict. It's all these tools that have been created or techniques too. But um, everybody processes things differently based off of whatever program they're pretty much been running their whole life, right? So like you're really great at visualizing, whereas somebody else might not be. They might hear things or like say things out loud on like, you know, what might really get them in that state as if they've already had it. You know what I mean? And yeah, then absolutely. and then other people, it's more like a feeling, like they can channel the feeling of what it would feel like when they get their desire. So when you mix all of those all together and you're able to like, yeah, they're all tools, exactly like what you said, that's, you don't have to do all of them. You figure out what works for you. And that's such a good message because like, I think sometimes people will try one thing and they'll be like, that was just a gimmick. It doesn't work for me. None of this works for me, but really it's just figuring out what does work for you. What, what makes that shift internally. Right. And then whatever creates that shift in the belief of whether you believe in yourself and you believe you're worthy and all of, of all the abundance and, and everything yeah. then that's really the key to figure out right yeah absolutely and i think that, like to your point i think you can try one thing and it doesn't work that doesn't mean other things don't work but then you have the other side of it where like people try 
adding like five new good habits or something. And then after a week they're done. And it's just like, it's almost trying too much can also be overwhelming. So, you know what I mean? Like, so maybe try like doing one habit a month or, you know, one habit in a certain time and trying to do that. Cause mm-hmm. then, you know, if you do it for, you know, six months, that's six new habits you built on a solid foundation versus, or at least tried. Yeah. It's like trying a billion different things in a week and then them not working. It's just, it can be really overwhelming when you try to do too much, especially, you know, if you're not able to listen to, like you said, your feelings and like listening to your feelings is important to see what's working. Like this really benefiting me the way I want it to like, you know, meditation might not be for everybody, but yoga might be something that you really enjoy that has a similar effect because of the breathing or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But it's so true too. And like, you can build good habits all you want, but if you still have your bad habits, you still have those mental blocks that you're still kind of not either ignoring or uh, just kind of let sitting there and not really doing much about that's not, it's going to hold you back. So I I always tell people it's when it comes to habits, it's always get rid of your bad habits first so that your good habits can thrive. Cause you could have a billion good habits, but if you have a million bad habits, it's just going to equal itself out. But if you eliminate the bad habits, then you're free, you know, you're free to go. Well, you've got to create the space, right? So you've got to recognize what's holding you back, address it, you know, put it out in the open and then replace it with whatever your new thoughts, beliefs, actions, results are going to end up being, right? hundred percent. I mean, you can't yeah. change unless you put it out there and you're, and you're really honest with yourself and it, yeah. you know, it's not easy, but at least once you know what your problems are, then you can attack them. Right. I think ignoring them is the worst thing you can do because it's never going to fix the problem. Right. It just multiplies. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, um, I remember like I laughed, not like laughed at Tony Robbins, but it was so funny. Like he was saying, we went, we went to UPW in LA back in March, I think it was. And um, he was talking about the same exact topic about, it's like looking at your garden and being like, there's no weeds, there's no weeds. You know, you put your blinders on and like, you know, you're like, I don't see any weeds. So that means there must not be any here. Right. And, you know, it's, it's like when we're saying, Oh, well, there's no problem. There's no problem. There's nothing like it's okay. It'll go away. And you know, really, what you need to do is go and grab the weed and rip it out so that then you can put some plants in there that look pretty and create a lot of oxygen for people and, you know, have a <laughs> yeah, yeah, <exactly. laughs> don't like leach the soil of all nutrients. <laughs> you don't want plants that just keep getting eaten, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So if we can think of our brain, that's why I like mind food, you know, like you really do have to feed yourself this good stuff like nonstop. So what, um, what's been your biggest like mindset shift that that's changed your life the most? Um, I think the biggest thing for me is knowing that I, it's always my fault. (laughs) There you go. That's NLP. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And I think when you take accountability like that and you take responsibility for everything, Mm -hmm. uh, you know that you can control um, you, you can focus on what you can control. You know, I can't control the weather. I can't control certain things, but I can always control my reaction. I can always control how I look at the situation. Um, and I think that's really powerful and that's changed my life, um, you know, across the board and whatever it is, you're right. It's any kind of mindset shift can change your life and it can happen at any moment. So I always tell people, 
keep trying, keep going. Yeah. The only way you fail is if you quit. As long as you're trying, you're either winning or at least learning, you know? Yeah. You're never, you're never losing if you're at least trying and, and, and at least, you know, taking action to make something happen. I think that's the key. I think the worst thing that can happen is not taking any action. Right. Um, because yeah. you know what you're going to get. You're going to get exactly what you're getting right now. So it's, it's, mm-hmm. least, I think it's so important to take action. Um, and I think that's what separates the difference. Tony Robbins talks about the, this in one of his, I think it was one of his first um, published books, but I think it was, it wasn't Unleashed the Greatness Within, but it was his very first one. I don't know if you might know it. Yeah, it was like the um, success, wait, oh my God, I know what you're talking about. I you know what I'm talking about, but basically yeah. he talks about how people, he always thought successful people were knowledgeable. Yeah. Unlimited power. Unlimited power. That's what it was. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Talks about how he th- originally what he viewed successful people as is people who were who had the most knowledge. Yeah. And he started doing research, right? And he started realizing that it was it wasn't people who were the most knowledgeable. There were a lot of people who were knowledge- knowledgeable who didn't more know, you know, who didn't do more than him, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Action that really were the people that were successful and more fulfilled. And that that was a game changer, I think. I think that for me kind of set the tone for like, wow, I need to take action. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Well, and I I don't know if you listen to James Wedmore's podcast, the Mind Your Business podcast. I don't. I don't. No, that's a, that's a really good one too. He um he so he actually he's like a coach, a business coach for um, like six figure entrepreneurs plus like now seven figure entrepreneurs as well. So he's got these masterminds. I was listening to one of his podcasts the other day and um, his, he's got a mastermind for the six figure and a mastermind for the seven figure. And so he said, somebody asked him, so what's the biggest difference? Like what kind of, what is the difference in the problems that each group has? Cause like, I guess I think I can't remember if it was him or if it was like one of his coaches or someone like he works with, he had working with both of the groups and they were doing like a debrief. And she said, honestly, they, both of them are like, they're both saying and, you know, freaked out about the same exact problems. Like they all have the same exact problems. The seven figure entrepreneurs just solve them more quickly and move on. Like they don't dwell on them. They just like make a decision. They figure out the answer. They just go with the answer that sounds best and then they move on and then tackle the next thing and the next thing. They don't just get all like, Ooh, I don't know. What do I do? And like, this really sucks, but what's the next step? You know, like it doesn't take them a week. It takes them like an instant just to like move on. And what's funny about that, right, is the, the people who make the decisions quickly and move on, if, if, they, if, if they made the wrong decision, they know they did, and then they can fix it, right? If, yeah. first, if you wait to make a decision, you won't know, and then you're wasting time thinking about what to make a decision on, and then, yeah. and then you make a decision late, and then it's like all that time you could have figured that out. Right. And that's the yeah. thing. Taking action, you learn the quickest when you take right. action. Totally. Like to your point, that's what those entrepreneurs do differently. Those seven-figure entrepreneurs is they, mm-hmm. they take action quickly. And the reason why they learn quicker is because they take action. And they do it more frequently, right? Yeah. Because like you said, they find out that maybe they maybe they veered off course, but they're able to course correct more quickly and get back on track 
because they know what to look for. You know, like you get that, right. that muscle memory there, right? So, Absolutely. yeah, yeah. Like that's the case I'm sure with you. Like what, what if you waited an extra year to make the daily swell, right? right. Like I can think of a few different, but like maybe you never would have done it or maybe somebody else would have done it or maybe all the, what was it? Almost 7,000 followers you have wouldn't have gotten your input every day. Like, you know, like you were able to have a daily change in someone's life that if they didn't get that, who knows where they would have been? You know what I mean? Exactly. And I think to, to elaborate on that, it's so important to start now. I mean, yeah. I think we're always waiting for the perfect time, the perfect job, the perfect yeah. boyfriend and girlfriend, the perfect, you know, the perfect setup, the perfect city. Um, you just got to work with what you got and start now. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and, it, and I think it's, it's, it's so, that's another mind shift too, but like just being able to start is just such a big step in the right direction mm -hmm. um, and can just really be a snowball effect for momentum. Yeah. And it's, it's all mindset. It's, it's all coming back between the ears. It's like, I, I swear it's, I, one of my favorite entrepreneurs, I don't, I'm sure you know of her, but Sarah Blakely, founder of Spanx. Yeah, yeah, from Atlanta. Is me. Yep, she's my favorite. Yeah. And what I love about her is she's one, she's, she always talks about the two greatest things that entrepreneurs should do is one, be willing to fail and be willing to be embarrassed. And that was another big impact on my life as well because I'm like, you know what? I may look like a fool doing this stuff, but I'm going to have fun. <laughs> and it's gonna, yeah. it's we're, you know, at the least case, I'm going to have fun at and tell, tell all my friends about it, you know? Right. Exactly. So I, I think that's so true though. Like just not, it's okay to be afraid. I think there's a lot of things that people are afraid of, but yeah. going despite the fear. I think that is yeah. such a great lesson to, to practice totally. daily as well. Well, you know, the fear is never going to go away. I think what people think in their minds, because they, they're afraid to go somewhere they've never been before. Mm -hmm. And what they think is that when, once they get there, that, oh, there's not going to be any more fear there. And it's like the opposite. There's almost more reasons that you could find. If you want to be scared of something, like you could find a reason to be scared. Like I could look out the window and say, oh my God, it's about to be sunset what if we lose power? I don't know. Like, and then like we lose everything in our refrigerator and then like, Oh my God, you know what I mean? Like it can, yeah, then it starts raining and then we don't know where the keys are. We can't get, you know, like, Oh my God, you could be scared of anything. Most likely I'd be most scared as if I'd see a cockroach, to be honest with you. Oh. <laughs> I hate them. Yeah, those are nasty. I, I'm really afraid of spiders, so I'm, I'm not a big spider person, but. <laughs> yeah. No, I was um, driving back from, my parents live on the East Coast of Florida, and one time I was driving back and forth with my last job because it was my company um, that I was working for went like into chapter 11 bankruptcy and then gave us like a 60 day notice. So I was wrapping up some loose ends and I think I stopped to change a diaper at a rest area that had all these trees and a spider literally like the size of my palm must've gotten like on the, the somehow, I don't know. We stopped at target and it came out and ran and I was like, <gasps> I like, I literally was like, I called my husband. I told him we needed to sell the car. <laughs> <laughs> Like I'm not getting anywhere near it. Oh man, yeah. I, I really hope I never. Yeah, I hope we never have to be in that situation because that's. Not me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my God, I'm freaked out. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's the thing. Like people think it's going to be less scary once they get there and it's not, it's just, it, it, you know, it's just, it is what it is pretty much, you know, like the only thing that's scary is like not living your life intentionally and ending up with all these regrets because you were waiting on somebody's permission to do something. That's right. That's right. And time doesn't stop. So every time we don't do these things, it just keeps building up that we missed that. We missed another opportunity to do this. We missed that versus we can look back on our lives and be like, wow, I was afraid of a lot of the stuff I did, but I did it anyway. And it was great. You know, I got to go skydiving. I got to go scuba diving. I got to, you know, do that marathon or whatever it was. Um, and you're always going to be afraid when you've never done it before. So, of course, it's like obviously going into new territory, right? It's always going to be uncomfortable and kind of feel weird. Yeah. That's what makes it fun, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, for sure. I, I remember. And, you know, I think I it's partly out of stubbornness that I, like, pushed through the fear but when we um we actually went to bali let's see i guess it was like two two years two years ago it would have been like 2016 17 that's it there for like a month and that's where we got i got like open water certification scuba diving oh wow but like on my very first open water dive i was by myself with my amazing amazing coach I not coach um instructor Carrie oh my god but like I was scared shitless like I was I almost pulled myself out and went back to the but I was like no you know what like I'm not gonna quit because I'm gonna regret more let me just go down a little far. I'm going to clutch on to you and probably go through my oxygen in about 10 minutes, but <laughs> I'm going to do this and, and then it's going to be done. And it's like, rip the bandaid off, just freaking do it. And that was way more scary than starting a podcast for sure. It was way more scary than doing a Facebook live. And you know, we build these things up in our head, but at the end of the day, I ended up staying on and doing advanced water certification too. And so, yeah, because there was so much, like so much to see down there. And it was just so, it it was just like right there waiting for me, you know, like there's so much that's right there, like waiting for us that we don't see because we're so freaked out by the fear. And so if you just Mm -hmm. start to allow give yourself some grace and some time and just yeah. a deep breath like i'll tell you what doing yoga for years and years helped me with the scuba diving because <laughs> i was like oh yes i'm just gonna be yeah. this entire thing yes oh, <laughs> yoga is definitely helpful for that for sure i'm like what there's fish down here huh? oh great a turtle perfect can we go back up now <laughs> yeah, exactly i'm good all right don't touch anything all right <laughs> It's so true, though. I mean, I think when we think about our fear more, we always give us, we try to justify why we're afraid of it, right? And why it's okay not to do it and and this and that. When you kind of just need that, you know, screw it muscle where you just, I'm just going to do it. Like, give the middle finger to the fear. All the little voices in my head. (laughs) This is a bad idea. Obviously, that's good for certain situations that, like, you know, could be life or death or whatnot. But yeah. when it comes to most things that we're afraid of, it's it's a lot of stuff that's not going to hurt us or not really going to be anything long term that's going to happen to us. So really, just being able to kind of get rid of those justifications and just say, "Screw it, I'm going to do yeah. this." Make for a minute sure. out of me. 
Absolutely. I think that's the best point ever. That's a great place to, I mean, what, how much better can we get besides that? So, exactly. Exactly. Okay. So where can all of the listeners find you and how can they sign up for the daily swell? And um, yeah, what do you want to tell everyone? Yeah, absolutely. So the daily swell, you can find us on our Instagram. It's the dot daily dot swell um, on Instagram and right on our profile, the link in the bio, click on that and you can sign up for our daily email. It's going to give you daily mindset tips and practices and happiness factors and really just all focusing on those little things we can work on each day. Mm -hmm. um, we got a list of around 3000 or excuse me, 300 subscribers. Mm -hmm. and we're growing really fast and uh yeah we'd love to have you guys again we're building a great community and, and we want your feedback and want to keep getting better together so yeah. really just focusing on the mindset but yeah the dot daily dot swell on instagram that's where you can find us awesome well thank you so much for taking the time to come on the podcast and i am such a huge fan of your mission and your product and everything so we will definitely be close friends throughout this journey of changing the world absolutely thank you <laughs> Make over your mindset let's go there we go you got it all righty well thank you so much and best of luck to you guys let us know when you get the new um app Absolutely. Thank you so much. Look forward to it. All right. Thank you. Bye. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for choosing to push play on another episode of the Makeover Your Mindset podcast. If you absolutely loved today's episode, please take a minute to screenshot the episode, put it on Instagram, tag me, and let me know what's working for you. I absolutely love hearing from each and every one of you, and I love being able to bring this podcast to you on a weekly basis. Also, please take a minute if you're loving the podcast and leave a rating and a review. I absolutely love each and every review that's been put on iTunes. Uh, they help us reach more people, help more people find out about the Makeover Your Mindset podcast, and keep the good stuff coming to you. Thanks again so much. I love you all and I look forward to meeting here again next week.